This is the Draft Prospect Review Podcast on Patriots.com Radio. Welcome to the NFL Draft. The Draft Prospect Review Podcast is your source for all the latest news and information on the NFL Draft. The New England Patriots like. Now, here to preview the quarterbacks, the writers of Patriots.com. Plus, we have a special edition this year, Mike. Draft expert. Yeah, glad to be back for another year of... uh, Draft preview stuff. Can't get enough. Well, you guys can't get enough. I can get enough because <laughs> it bores me to tears. But we're anyway, we, we have to do it. So Mike Dussault, Paul Perlo, and a special guest going to be with us this year because, Matisse, you made the mistake of suggesting that you wanted to be more involved in the draft preparation. So you ask and you shall receive, my friend. So we're going to have Matisse Bauman with us uh, for all of our positional breakdowns. What is, what is, I want you to tell everybody what you do here. I don't know. What, what is it that you do here? I help out post uh, the Patriots.com website, you know, when you post your weekly notes and Mike does the mailbag. Yeah. And um, sometimes help out Matt Morell at Patriots Unfiltered. Yeah. He's always he's always got draft commentary. Like, throughout the time he's been here, he's got his prospects. So well, I always go over to him it. to see him. Do I it. like that guy? Tease. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, <laughs> you, you guys <laughs> you have heard Tease because he does. He fills in for, for Matt uh, on occasion as our producer for Patriots Unfiltered today. We're going to kick things off, you know, in the logical spot here. We'll start with quarterback. Uh, not a great class of quarterbacks this year uh, in the 2022 uh, draft. A lot of question marks at the top. There could be a couple guys in the first round. There might be nobody in the first round. I think there are still some teams like Pittsburgh, like Carolina, uh, maybe a few others that are really still searching for you that gotta, guy. you got to take a guy, right? And the question is, do you overdraft a guy? Yeah. But uh, I'll start with you, Mike. Who's the one guy, if you had to overdraft somebody in the first round, who's the one guy you like the most? Yeah, I think it's pretty clear Malik Willis. Um, you know, I just I think he had a real good camp. He had a real good uh, real good senior bowl, uh, you know, threw the ball in weather down there uh, in Tuscaloosa. When, so I think, you know, showing that he can do that. Uh, but, you know, not great. I mean, he's, he's, he's one of these new guys that's athletic. I mean, he, he you know, is a small school from Liberty, started at Auburn, um, you know, so he lit it up at, at, at a small school, and obviously the question is, can he make the jump? But I think his athleticism, another thing to point out about him, just you know, getting caught at the combine, you know, giving a homeless guy a bunch of stuff. So you know, just things like that. Seems like a, a good quality leader, but I think you're right, Paul. It's is the team gonna overdraft him? Maybe you know, in the teens, twenties. That's that's certainly probably Carolina. I think sitting at six, if they yeah. were to take a quarterback, I think that would be the definition of overdrafting. But he's do you agree with Mike? Is it uh, is it Willis? I think Willis is the one that stands out, and the only other person I'd reach for would maybe be Kenny Pickett. Yeah, I would take Pickett uh, ahead of, of uh, Willis, but what are your thoughts on, on Willis before I talk about Kenny um, Pickett a little bit? Big, he's strong, and he looks like he can command an offense, and he's pretty mobile, which is where the league's going now. But then again, do you really want to risk a first-round pick on somebody that you're pretty unsure about? Yeah, no, I mean, no question. I mean, the measurables, you know, the highest ceiling, I think, by far is Willis. I think that he has a skill set that most of the other guys don't. Most of the other guys don't have. I'm worried about the the level of play uh, that he he, uh, was at. uh, And when he did get a chance at Liberty to go up against some of the, the better programs, I don't think it was great. Uh, but also part of that is, you know, what he's surrounded yeah. by. It's sort of the yeah. anti-Mac and the Jones. And the coaches and uh, You know, you didn't have a tremendous amount of talent around him. But I, I, the one thing that scares me about Kenny Pickett is just basically one year. He had an yep. unbelievable year in 21, um, 42 touchdowns, seven picks. I, I, I think that that kind of came out of nowhere. Yep. And now everybody's worried about the hand size. <laughs> you know, he's got tiny little Paul hands. <laughs> so, you know, in the, the gloves, you know, whether or not you measure it with, you know, 
wrapping his hand in a different yeah. way around the football. Like Double jointed thumb. Yeah, there's some yeah. different uh, thing. I think Kenny Pickett is a safer pick. I agree with you guys that Willis yeah. has the higher upside. Yeah, I mean, I just think the 38 career fumbles, lost 26. That's uh, that's the hand lot, size lot concern. That's that's legitimate. But but you're right. You know, was there for a while, exploded his senior year. He does. He does have some upside. I think it's, you know, you get so caught up in the minutia of hand size and 40 time and all those different things. But I, I do think he's a good football player. And, you know, if he he seems like a Pittsburgh Steeler guy, right? Like he's Pittsburgh, went to Pitt. Like I, I, that, that that just seems like a natural fit to me for, for the obvious reason. But, um, you know, I think he's another guy. Definitely. Same kind of range. Low first round. Some team needs a quarterback like Pittsburgh. So, Tease, the Patriots obviously are not going to be in the market um, early on for a quarterback after taking Mac Jones last year. So, you know, there's there's some other guys that are probably uh, day two picks, Matt Corral, uh, Desmond Ritter, uh, you know, those kinds of guys. But if we go a little bit further down the list, the Patriots could – I mean, it's always good business. Always. To, to stockpile quarterbacks. Year. Give me one every year. Give me a day three kind of guy that maybe uh, stuck out to you. Any of these guys you like sort of uh, as we move down the list? The only two were Carson Strong from Nevada and Derek King. Um, and you take Derek King with hoping that he's a receiver and, or another position. <laughs> Carson Strong. I, tell him, Paul. Go <laughs> ahead. my guy. He's it's been Drew. his baller. He's been his Drew. guy ever since Paul saw him compared to Drew Bledsoe as a comp. He was like, oh, he perked up. Oh, oh, oh. did you see uh, this guy? I, I do that? like Strong. Um, you know, I, I saw that the knee injuries, though, multiple knee yeah. injuries. That said, he didn't injuries. remind me all that much of Drew <laughs> no, Bledsoe when I, didn't I watched really him. See it either? I didn't really see it either. I'm like, it's not even really that. You know, I always think of Drew, six six, you know, pocket guy, and uh, you know, certainly he's a little more athletic. But I think yeah, he's this got guy some is definitely like a pocket I like, passer. I like but I, I do, I yeah. do worry about those injuries too. They said he's going to move around like old Philip Rivers, and he's 22. <laughs> so <I don't laughs> really if you're already making that, that like you're like, and therefore he's a day three pick, right? Right? You know, so. I agree with Tease. I think he um, probably out of this group had the best skill set. I think he threw the yeah, best, the I'd best ball. You know, good size, six six three, two you know two thirty ish. You know, good, good solid. Uh, comes from good stock. Yeah, Deuce, right? I, I like that. They I like say that. he's a guy. Scout now speak. I wanted to bring up um, Caleb Ellaby from Western Michigan only because we know that Joe Judge and was part of a Patriots contingent that was in Kalamazoo about a month ago. Yeah. And they were looking at him. Um, now, there were other guys, too. There's a receiver that we'll talk about uh, in, in later mm-hmm. podcasts, Sky Moore, that he threw to a lot. Like him. Uh, at Western Michigan. But specifically, they were looking at Caleb Ellaby that day. Was there anything that you guys saw from him that stuck out? Not, not really. I get a, okay, so <laughs> like, this we're going to wrap this it up like with a, that. Uh, this, evidently, no Caleb no, Ellaby this, fans here. This feels like a due diligence trip uh, a little bit to me. Uh, you know, the small guys. But but I, I, I like it. I, I just, again, to go back to your point, I think every year I would select a quarterback at some range, even if it was an undrafted guy. Um, I just think it's good business to bring guys every year. You have Jarrett Stidham coming to the final year of his deal. You did sign Brian Hoyer for a couple years. But, how, how you know, is he really – going to step in as a backup I, I think he's more of a, a mentor um, he could step in but uh, I just I, again I think it's just good practice to continue to bring these guys in I mean I you know another guy I just want to bring up with Sam Howell from North Carolina who you know coming into this year I, I thought he was getting a lot of hype he was kind of in the back of my mind um, and then you know I, I when I really actually watched him I'm, I, w- I was not impressed I, I kind of felt like he's an he excellent was like, football player <laughs> not a quarterback no he, he kind of reminded me of like um, kind of a kind of a budget version of of uh, of Cleveland's quarterback uh their former quarterback I should say but <laughs> like Baker Mayfield he looked like a like a like a budget version of Baker Mayfield which I know isn't saying much but um you know just saw him at the combine didn't really look the part so I think he embodies some of what 
a lot of this class is outside of Willis and Pickett. And after that, everybody's got some questions. Nobody's got perfect size or perfect arm or perfect, you know, athleticism. There's questions across the board. And, and I mean, I think if, if I had to take a chance, I'd probably go with Strong and, and you know, hope that, that he's healthy and that, you know, maybe he can be a backup for a little while and, and really get healthy and, and learn the system. I, I think he, he kind of fits what they do. Yeah, the one guy before uh, we wrap this one up, I would say, is, is Desmond Ritter for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he'll probably get taken a little bit earlier than some of these other guys that we're talking about. But if you got him, you know, day three, fifth round-ish, you know, I don't think he'll be around that long. But if you did, I think there's something to work with. He has good size. He's a good athlete, has a good arm. And I think he could probably learn the NFL uh, system a little bit, um, you know, during – you know, he had good success – at Cincinnati, you know he's got he got he what got a stacked team. I mean, they just he got Cincinnati yeah, he guys got them everywhere. Into the, you know, he got them into the college football playoff this year, which obviously is unprecedented. No uh, non-traditional school, non-power five school has ever done that uh, in the short history of it. So he was a big part of that. I, I I do think there's some upside there. I mean, he'd be a good backup, I think, initially if he wasn't relied upon. Um, you know, for a couple of years, I think there's some some potential. But I, again, I don't think he'll be around. You're talking about Sam Howell, Skylar Thompson. These guys, they were yeah. they were like running back athletes that were asked to play quarterback, right. um, okay. you know, in college. <laughs> and they were gamers. You know, like Sam Howell at North Carolina. I mean, he had a great career there. Great college career. Nothing to be ashamed of. He's not an NFL quarterback, mm-hmm. I don't think. No. Um, but uh, the last guy I'm going to throw out there just because he's local, E.J. Perry from Brown. Yeah. Um, some wide-ranging opinions. I think the consensus on this show <laughs> with the three of us is um, – Really good athlete. Priority, uh, priority free agent. Yeah, well, all these guys. I mean, yeah. I mean, Caleb Ellaby is a free agent. I mean, I don't think yeah. any of these guys are going to get drafted. Uh, you might only have five or six quarterbacks even selected. It's crazy, and you're just happy that you got one last year and the Patriots aren't I mean, sitting in a position I think there were year. five in the top 15 picks. Right. Uh, and, 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 and I don't think good. anybody would bat an eyelash if there were only five taken total this year. Right. Well, um, I mean, I've I've seen a bunch of E.J. Perry. This is what's kind of funny. Going to the combine, I talked to him, wrote an article about him there, went out to Holy Cross's pro day. He was there throwing. Um, you know, he's a, he's a smaller guy, and I know he's athletic, and, um, I, you know, I don't really see the wide receiver comp. It, it, he doesn't really seem like that guy, but uh, he does seem focused on, you know, getting into a camp. I think he understands where he's at. He's getting a lot of support locally. Matt Hasselbeck came out to the pro day for him, and, you know, just – Getting a chance. I mean, he's, he's literally the only quarterback I've, I've seen throw the ball in person. He threw the ball, did a bunch of drills. Um, it, it got there. It wasn't always pretty. Um, so, you know, I think I think he's probably kind of guy that, that, yeah, that I agree. signs with somebody and, and, and gets a camp. And, and listening to him talk, I think he understands that, too. He's a good athlete. Uh, he, he'll get in camp yeah, with somebody. Kid. And, yeah, yeah he's, he, I happen to know the family a little bit. He's up my way um, from Andover. So, uh, I wish him well, but I yeah I don't really see the NFL future. I know a lot of people are convinced he'll be the next Ivy League quarterback. Hasn't been an Ivy League quarterback drafted since Ryan Fitzpatrick. A lot of people are predicting he will be the next one. Yeah. I don't think he will. <laughs> uh, so that's going to wrap up quarterbacks. We don't need to spend too much time on a position that I think we all agree the Patriots probably are not going to be uh, having at the top of their priority list. But we're underway. We, we've kicked it off. So our, our 2022 draft podcasts are underway. We'll be back shortly with running backs. 
Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts.